Happy Pesach, happy Chalamite, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today's Tanya for the 19th day of the month of Nisan, beginning chapter number 42. And basically what we're talking about here in this chapter is that every single Jew has a little bit of Moses inside of them, uh, which expresses itself in the capacity to to literally have das, knowledge. The word das means knowledge in God. enables a person to connect the person's faith in a conscious manner that a person's faith should become personal and relevant. Um, obviously, we have to put the effort in with both body and soul. Uh, every person, through that effort, can arrive to an intimate knowledge of God, resulting in a fundamental fear of heaven, awe of God. And in today's lesson, we learn how Moses in every generation and, uh, and the Moses within each and every Jew helps us attain true and meaningful connection with God. So here we go, chapter number 42. Um... So in the previous chapter, the Alter Rebbe explained how fearing of God is a must uh, to be able to have divine service. But, and every Jew c- is capable of fearing God by contemplating how God is standing over him. And God searches the inside his heart to uh, see if he's serving God properly. And this thought, the person that God is always watching person, leads someone to have fear of God. And will enable someone to study Torah properly, do the, both the positive and negative commandments. Al-Tareb also noted that this fear is called Yertata, the lower level of fear, which is a prep, it prepares a person uh, to the performance of mitzvahs. Um, and this, this degree of fear must be manifest in someone's Torah study, performance of mitzvahs, as to be deemed uh, avodah, service of God. In light of what has already been said on the subject of the lower level of fear, Yuvanetev will understand clearly that says that in the Gemara, and now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? Only to fear God your Lord. So the Gemara says, only to fear God. Is is fear a small thing? Gemara answers, in the Gemara answers, yes, in the case of Moses, it is a small thing, and so forth. Superficially, it doesn't seem like a good answer. We're asking about all the people. Is it easy for everyone to fear God? And we answer, yeah, for Moses it is. How does that answer the question? First glance, the answer of the Gemara seems incomprehensible. The verse, verse asks, what does he require of you? In other words, what does God require of every Jew? And the majority of Jews' fear of God is not so easy to accomplish. So then what is the point of answering that for Moses it is? Explanation, however, is that as follows. Each and every soul of the house of Israel comprises within it something of the quality of our teacher Moses. Peace upon him. For he is one of the seven shepherds of who cause vitality and godliness to flow to the community of the souls of Israel. For which reason they are called the shepherds, just as a shepherd provides nourishment for his sheep, thereby supplying them with vitality. So too, do the seven shepherds sustain Jewish souls with vitality and godliness, each from his own spiritual level. It's interesting 
this particular word, vitality and godliness. Altarebbe spent a few weeks, I believe, thinking whether to see should add the letter vav, vitality, chayis uh, elakus, godly vitality, or vitality and godliness. And he ended up putting the extra vav, vitality and godliness, totally vitality, meaning vitality and serving God with love and fear, and godliness referring to pital selflessness and service of Hashem. You can see how every single letter in the Tanya is exact. Our teacher Moses the peace upon him comprises aspects of them all and he is called the faithful shepherd. This means that he draws down the, the quality of dot to the community of Israel that they may know and be cognizant of God so that for them godliness will be self-evident and experienced by every Jew each according to the intellectual capacity of his soul and its root above, in other words, according to the height of, of the soul, source of the soul, as it exists above. And according to the degree of its na- uh, nurture, from the root of the soul of our teacher Moses, peace upon him which is rooted in the dat alien supernal knowledge of the ten spirit of Atilut, which are united with their emanator, just as God is termed the creator of created beings, so too he is called the emanator of those entities found in the world of Atilut, a world which, together with its being, is, is an emanation of the Ein-Sov, for he and his knowledge are one, and he is the knowledge, etc. We explained in chapter 2 that God knowledge is different than God's knowledge is different than human's knowledge. On human, there's the knower, the faculty of knowledge, and that which is known. And there are three distinct entities. By God, He is the knowledge, He is the knower, and He is which is known. So the supernal knowledge is one with Him. And it is within the level of Das that Moses' soul is rooted. So when a Jew receives the capacity for Das from the soul of Moses, he's able to perceive godliness in a truly knowing and internalized manner so that he's actually experiencing him. Utilizing this capacity enables every Jew to know and feel how God stands over him and sees his action. It's therefore easy for him to summon up within himself a fear of God. However, all of the above refers to the luminary aspect of Moses, which is received by every Jew. Al-Tareb now goes on to say that there's an even a higher level of Moses, a spark of Moses' soul that is bestowed upon the spiritual leaders and the sages of each generation. A spark is an actual part of the flame, unlike rays of illumination, which are not truly part of, of the luminary. So too, the sparks of the soul of Moses found within the leaders and scholars throughout the generations are a part of Moses' soul. The task of these leaders is to teach God's greatness to the Jewish people so that they will serve God with all their heart. In addition and beyond this per- pervasive influence of the community as a whole, there's a send in every generation sparks from the soul of our teacher Moses, peace upon him. And they clothe themselves in the body and the soul of the sages of that generation, the eyes of the congregation. These sparks, which are clothed in sages and spiritual leaders, enable them to impart knowledge to the, the, the people that they may know the greatness of God and hence serve him with, the, with heart and soul. For the service of the heart, in other words, one's love and fear of God is accordance to the dot, according to the one's degree of knowledge and understanding of God's greatness, as it is written, Know the God of your Father and serve Him with all your heart and with a longing and with a longing soul. Thus, in order to serve Him with all your heart and with a longing soul, it is necessary to know the God of your Father, to know and to comprehend His greatness. 
This is taught to the Jewish people by the scholars of each generation within whom, within whom spark, sparks of Moses are enclosed. Only concerning the future messianic era as it is written, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, No God, for they shall all know me. Only at that time will a teacher be unnecessary. However, in our era, one needs to have a mentor in part knowledge of God's greatness if one is to know how to serve him with heart and soul. And one's dependence on Moses through the intermediary scholars of each generation, the sparks of Moses, is of the very essence of one's divine service. However, the essence of knowledge which leads one to serve God with his whole heart whole soul and heart is not mere knowing alone that people should know the greatness of God from authors, in other words, sages and spiritual guides and books. But the essential thing is to immerse one's own mind deeply into those things which explain the greatness of God and fix one's thought on God with strength and vigor of the heart and mind Till his thought shall be bound to God with a strong and mighty bond as it is bound to a material thing which he sees with his physical eyes and upon which he concentrates his thoughts. When one does, when one does so, he is mightily bound up with the object of his thoughts and is unable to free himself from them. Thinking about God and his greatness should be done in the self-same, all-absorbing manner and thereby the thinker will be truly bound up with him, for it is known that that connotes union, as in the verse in Adam, Yoda literally knew Eve. The word Yoda in this verse connotes union. Thus, that innate, innate entails knowing something to the point that one is completely united within it. The same is true regarding knowledge of godliness. Although when one just knows godliness, he is already fulfilling a mitzvah, still this does not suffice. It is necessary that one achieve the union of that by meditating deeply on God's greatness. So the takeaway is that not only is there a Moses, in other words, Rebbe, in every generation, you actually have a little bit of Moses in you. This is the part of you, your soul that allows you and motivates you to not only comprehend, but deeply connect to God in a real way, not merely with a superficial, fleeting thought. Well, we have this in the most revealed way, as the verse says, where no one will need to teach each other, but everyone will know God with the coming of Mashiach now. Amen.